BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Thursday. It's your girl, La Turdia, Sha Herdia, McClurdia. Literally messages every day. Hey, La Turd. I like the way your nicknames catch on is frightening. They are just contagious. But how do you feel about being the turd? Because uh, you I know can't. what? Like, I feel like sometimes I take a nickname too far and someone's like, please stop calling me that. And I'm like, okay, okay. I, oh, I nicknamed I, too close to the sun. I am not bothered in the least. Because one thing about me, I'm just happy when people are talking to me, you know? Like, and I don't about really care you. what they're calling me, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great to know. Yeah. Um, I'm like, first of all, today's Thursday. It feels like a Wednesday because yesterday I fucked up. You know what? I was a negligent podcaster. I forgot to select the Deer Toasters. But I got them today and they're really good. I picked them yesterday and I've actually been thinking about a few of them since yesterday because they're they're like conundrums. Damn. I don't know what I'm going to even suggest. Okay, we'll talk through it. We'll, we'll game it, it out. And I know you chose the stories today and I know you definitely did not choose this story. And I don't even know if it's like been made into like a news article yet, but I wanted to fill you in on like something like major that's going on on TikTok that is causing interesting conversation. Okay, let's do it. No, nothing of my stories is underground TikTok news. I don't know if this is like for everyone, but like my entire For You page is talking about this and like it's just insane. Okay, so it revolves around the, the girl, Michaela. We spoke about her a few weeks ago. She's a makeup artist. She had a scandal a few months ago when she was like, try being an influencer for a day. It was a little out of touch, but like what should we do? Kill her? Um, she has found herself embroiled in another scandal. She posted in Instagram, no, sorry, a TikTok ad yesterday. I would say like 10 or 15 big gurus posted an ad for this new L'Oreal mascara. Okay. And to be honest, like a lot of the ones that I saw, like Bretman Rock, like people who just put the mascara on, like it wasn't that compelling of stuff. Like it just looked like a mascara. Um, but Michaela was doing, you know, she had one eye on already. And she was like, let me show you. She did a coat and she's like, okay, now I'm going to go in with the second coat. And when she did the second coat, it was... Fairly obvious she was wearing like lash extensions or like lash, um, false lashes. That's it. Sorry. Thank you. And at first the comments were like, Michaela, like be fucking for real. Like this is not the, the mascara. And then of course it just fucking spiraled. You know, she's untrustworthy. She's greedy. She's dishonest. She's, you know, abusing her platform, spiraling into like an actual scandal. The, she went silent for the rest of the day. The video has 14 million views which just to put into perspective she has 14 million followers yeah so like that's insane will you send me will you send me the video right now because I have some thoughts but I just want to watch it I don't want to like okay it's worth mentioning before I see it but I, I it's worth mentioning that um she 
was in the comments at the beginning. Like, she's been silent, but like after an hour, you know, the post went up. She was responding to comments saying she was not wearing false lashes. Oh, okay. So she was so denying she was maintaining, the charge. She's maintaining that she's not wearing the lashes. Oh, okay. I was about to defend her even wearing lashes. Um, okay, so I made a TikTok last night that's like blowing up and people are like roasting me in the, in the comments, but like I stand by what I said because in my opinion, is she wearing false lashes? Yes. Okay, wait, let me watch Take this a look. quickly. Yeah. You don't need sound. You'll see when, you know, they go from lashes to false lashes. Give Jackie a minute. She's watching the talk. I'm watching the talk. You guys, you can go to at Michaela as well. Noguera. She is, we're getting a live reaction. So, so far, she's putting it on the second eye. Yeah. And everything looks good. Okay. Then she says she's going to go in for another coat and she'll show you the final product. She's going to go in for another coat on her second eye is what she's going to do because you won't let me. Yep. Oh, 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 okay. And then. Like when she shows the final product. Oh, I guess. Huh. I'm not convinced. I okay. could see well, how people could say that, but it's not, to me, it's not glaringly obvious. But I just want to say two things. Like one, there's a chance that she really is not wearing lashes. And this is amazing for the mascara. Press. Like yeah. that, 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 there's a scandal that people really think she's wearing lashes. Two, when lash commercials are on television, they always have the model wearing false lashes. It says really small underneath mm -hmm. that, you know, the lashes have been enhanced, that this is not actually the mascara. So like, how is this different of an advertising practice? Also, like you can wear false lashes and wear mascara, mascara. with it too. Like, okay, I'm doing my lashes, my makeup for the day. Like, this is what my lashes look like. Like you should, because influencers are, are, successful for their authenticity and that's why people follow influencers you should be honest about that if that's what you're doing but like it's not crazy to wear mascara and lashes and it's not unheard of to wear lashes in a mascara ad it's every day on tv you see that so did you see my tiktok i literally no. said the exact same thing i said like they're doing national commercials like this that are so misleading. When you see like a Pantene commercial, their hair is digitally altered. They're wearing extensions. Right. Like we are constantly being duped. And it's like this bar we have for influencers and not like national commercials. And the comments were like, well, they disclose. I Okay, I'm sure that they do. Are you getting up close to the TV and reading it? No, it's like it's subliminal messaging. And so the way people are attacking Michaela and so... Overall, the people who are, you know, against Michaela are like, but she lied. And okay, let's say she did lie. We don't know for sure because we really don't have any full proof that she's wearing lashes. But let's say she did lie. Okay. What should we do? Should we go to her house and kill her? Like, okay, she lied. Like, what are you going to do? She probably didn't think it was going to blow up and to be this big thing. It was like an ad. I thought people would move on. I just... It's like people getting so like it's the chronically online syndrome. Yeah, like it's, like, it's not that deep. The only part of the lying to me that is like problematic, just because influencers are have their platform and they get ads because they're genuine and authentic. Like that's the difference between being an influencer and being yes. a commercial model or whatever. Like you're putting your whole chest behind something. Like so, the fact that she would say in the comments still that she wasn't wearing yes. them—that's where it's a little dicey. If it is a lie. But overall, the idea that she is promoting this mascara, she made the mascara look as best as she could. And like, you can wear mascara and lashes and like, this is my final look. It's a little misleading, sure. It's but like- It's a gray area. That's advertising. Watch Mad Men. Like, they're, they're here to sell a product. 
No, and that's where influencer culture gets so toxic because it's the entitlement from fans being like, we gave you this career. We bought that house for you. She's getting married. Like, we are paying for your wedding. It's like, calm down. Like, first of all, you don't have to follow anyone. This is a totally free country. You are more than welcome to unfollow someone if you disagree with something they're doing. But like, I hate that part of influencer culture where it's like, the it's an entitlement from an audience where it's like, Michaela is Michaela because of Michaela. It's what she has built. It's what she's created. And like, it's the way people take responsibility for the success of influencers that kind of is like what gives them this attitude where like they can just comment on anything going on in an influencer's life. And people might disagree with me and that's totally fine. Like personally, just based on my life experience, like more often than not, I'm going to side with the influencer because I do feel like, you know, in a lot of ways, influencers are misunderstood. Um, And I think people are really hard on influencers. And I always wish like, you know, the internet and just people in general would give energy to things that actually matter, not whether or not, you know, Michaela's wearing lashes. Right. And like actual false advertising, like things that are actually misleading, like people doing what Michaela's might be doing, but like on a much larger scale, reading a, reaching a much larger audience, like use your outrage for things that are actually harmful. Just like you were saying, someone commented disgusting on your Insta, on your TikTok. It's, it's like- such an overstatement. Human trafficking is disgusting. Right, like let's not be dramatic, okay? Let's just not forget it's literally mascara. Yeah, no, but I, I understand like the, the scrupled- premise of like of course when you are an influencer like you're you're there to be authentic especially her I've seen some of her videos like she's all she's very open and raw yeah. some influencers are extremely curated and like we don't want to see the behind the scenes we want right. to see the perfection but like it doesn't seem like she's that way she starts bare no, she's pulled back the curtain yeah so I understand like the um desire for 100% authenticity, but I also understand that she's running a business and she's selling a product and I'm going to make the product look as best as possible and I'm allowed to wear lashes when I'm wearing mascara. 100%. 100%. And I don't know, I'm just not going to like be over here crying, unfollowing, like petitioning for her life to be destroyed because maybe she lied in a comment. Like, girl, I'm lying multiple times a day about shit that doesn't matter and mascara doesn't motherfucking matter. No, and like, if she lies in, if she lied, then now you know that and like maybe take what she says with a grain of salt next time, but like, You don't have to riot in the streets. No, and a lot of the discourse is like, you know, she's influencing, you know, people who like shouldn't be spending $10 on a mascara to buy a mascara. And it's like, once again, the conversation that we're always having, it comes down to personal accountability. It's like, if you're so easily influenced and you're not really looking into the things that you're purchasing, well, maybe that's something you need to work on. Yeah. I just thought it was a really interesting conversation and there's actually really nuanced debate going on on TikTok and I've I've seen good takes on both sides. Personally, like I'm just, I'm not going to get all, get all bent no, out of shape over this. I could over, see over how this. like if you go down this rabbit hole, like you are extremely indignant about this because like it's not scrupled. Like I could see how you could get to that like place of being mm-hmm. really fucking mad about this, but you have to zoom out. She wore lashes right. for a mascara ad. You have to zoom out. And then like, if you want to, then you have to go, you know, you have to go in on everything. Like on my TikTok, Abby Herbert, the um, TikToker, she commented, she was like, I was a commercial model. And they would always write like model wearing size small, but like they were actually tailoring the size small to fit me perfectly. So that's misleading. Right. The back is all cinched when they, if you were, if they were to turn around, it's full of clips. So it's like, okay, so we're going in on this. Why is Michaela being the face of like this? big enormous thing that goes on in society like why is she take bearing the brunt of like these billion dollar companies being misleading yeah and the brunt of like advertising and mis 
branding. Right. So if we want to have that conversation about global billion dollar companies, I'm so here for it. I'll be first in line to discuss it. I'm not having this discussion about one girl who lives in Boston just doing her best. I'm just not. No. No. That mascara looks so good I just wanted to. I kind of want to try it. Because even before she put the lash on, like I thought it looked good. Yeah, I saw like a couple other people who just did like really kind of basic reviews and like it didn't, people who have similar lashes to me, which is like straight kind of thin, not good lashes, you know, mm. um, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> but now, I mean, this is the greatest marketing since, you know. Yeah, I'm sure the they're six- like shitting their pants um, and well, they yeah, don't brands like, are so lame. They don't appreciate how major this is that like the everybody's moment. talking about this new L'Oreal mascara and like, is it real? Is it not? Because I, I think there's a possibility that that she's not wearing lashes. I was like, actually, I'm like, you know what? I want to go get it. Like, I just, it's from the drugstore. I have been thinking of just trying it out. Like, Do and I, own video. I'm not. Yeah, I, I feel like I'll have a hard time finding it. Throw on a lash. No, but see, like, then that's mean and we're all mocking Michaela. Like, I've seen people do that like it was mean. No, but you're not mocking Michaela. You're mocking the people who are bent out of shape about it. 100%. Once again, people are not okay. Yeah, well, thank you for that um, update in what's going on on TikTok. I'm glad people are spending their time wisely and taking up for causes mm-hmm. that really matter. 100%. It's so, it's so good. The, the because the rest of done. the world is perfect. So it's great that now we can focus on these small issues. I completely agree. And that's what we're going to do here at The Toast. We're going to focus on bettering the world. We have some really good stories today. Like some, they're a little random, but I'm excited about them. Okay, good. Any human interest? You know, twins mutating with twins? Not twins mutating with twins, though. um, There was, you know, I almost went down that way. But there are some like statistic news that I think you'll find interesting. Data. We love a list. Data. Data. Um, that's fabulous. I'm excited. What did I do yesterday that I can catch everyone up on? Literally nothing. Like my back was hurting me all day and I just laid on my couch and worked for my couch because I was not okay. Yeah. And like, that's crazy that you are on your couch, not even in your bed. I know. I felt like maybe, you know, changing it up would help my back. Yeah. Did it? No, I got my period this morning. Sorry to be that girl. And that helped my back. Sorry, I didn't mean to trigger you. It's okay because, one, you can break all my rules if you want. You know, like, I love everything that you say and do. Keep doing you. And two, like, this show really is about, like, everything that's going on in our lives. So, like, if your period is ruining your day, you have to share that with the class. Yeah, like, and I'm just saying, like, I've been complaining about my back a lot. And I, I think it was because it was, like, the week leading up to my period. Cool, 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 cool. And that's all there is. So not much new with me either. Work like meetings, meetings, meetings yesterday. Buckets, buckets, buckets. I finished my book, Three Stars for Hillbilly Elegy. Ooh. Glad that I read it and glad that I finished it and glad I can move on to the Redheads book. Oh, yeah. Big things happening over at the Redheads community. Oh, always. I mean, it's just the sweetest place on the Internet. It's like there's Michaela's t- comments on TikTok and then there's the Redheads. And there's the Redheads. So true. And that's so true. And that's all there is. And that's all there is. Like, imagine one day the redheads getting backlash. We actually get some I could crap. see it. We get some I crap. could see it. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard some complaints. People are always coming for the snatchler when she's just snitch. doing her motherfucking best. They're coming like there's a little bit of controversy and negativity at the redheads. It's only natural. It, there is. It's only natural. We're on the internet. But yeah. we keep our And gl- we are 
we we're on the internet and we are us. Right. But we keep our blinders on at the Redheads. We will not let nothing stop our goal of promoting Just focus on the of art. promoting literacy. It's oh, beautiful. So sorry, horse, you can't slow us down. Horse blinders on, focusing on your art. That's really should be everyone's mentality. Can't see the haters. Oh, so today is our final like kind of classic episode of Live the week. episode. Live, thank you. Jackson Claude original recipe because tomorrow is a very special interview episode. It's about an hour long. Uh, we will be announcing who the guest is today on our Instagram. So make sure you're following at the toast. I'm so excited. I watched it again yesterday, just like re-inspiring myself, you know? Yeah. Um, we like made some clips. I'm really excited for everyone to see it. And so there won't be like pop culture, but there will be like, I don't know, a look inward tomorrow, which I think maybe we could all use. Damn. You're holding up a mirror. Right. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Well, I can't wait to watch. Can't wait for it to drop. Can't wait to hear everyone's opinions about Diane Sawyer. By the way, you haven't seen it yet, have you? No, I'm going to be putting it on my TV. It still needs like two edits. That's I had to send back notes last night. But oh, wow. When, when it's done. No, I'm being really particular. Like I feel very strongly about this. You're passionate. I have passion. What's better than that? Nothing. 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 Um, well, I guess the Fast Five is better than that. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Segway. And I think without further ado, we can get in to the to the two the fast five stories that you do to do need to know oh wow that was a lot today's episode is brought to you by state farm the state farm personal price plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price and it comes with lots of benefits like the coverage you want a policy that helps cover what's important to you and an affordable price just for you so you know how important it is to cater things to your likings like it's so much easier to make your own taylor swift playlist um because for me you know i'm going to lean heavily into the evermore era which in my opinion is an extremely understated and underestimated era so personalization personalization is a huge part of jackie and i's everyday lives and that's how state farm does it they can personalize their plans personalization means you have the power to choose what you want to include and leave out and what you don't it just feels better that way and why shouldn't insurance work like that too That's what State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. You can choose to include options like bundling your home and auto policies, and that means you'll get the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. In the end, you'll have a policy that gives you what you want. Is there anything better than that? No. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices do vary by state and options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. But again, call or go to statefarm.com today and create your State Farm personal price plan. And I've always wanted to say this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Truth. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tell him, Jax. You mean Jakey T- from State Farm. Literally. Jakey-o. Jakey-o. Today's episode is also brought to you by Missouri. So Missouri is kind of everything of the sort. It is a jewelry company that is 
giving us things we actually need. You are building a gift list for Valentine's Day coming up or you have a birthday, an anniversary. Missouri is the perfect place to go. Missouri believes you don't have to overspend to treat those that you love most. They design high quality fine jewelry that you can live in and style your way. And this year they have curated gift guides with something for every budget and recipient from responsibly sourced diamond hoops to recycled 14 karat gold solid rings. They offer in-store and virtual styling sessions for expert gifting and stacking advice and 60-day returns during the holidays. Plus, Missouri drops new styles every Monday, so you're guaranteed to find something unique for everyone on your list or just treat yourself. With shiny gifts for everyone, Missouri is where wish lists come true. Simplify your holiday shopping and go to Missouri.com. That's M-E-J-U-R-I.com. I really like Missouri because, to be honest, like I feel like the pieces are not like really, really trendy. They're more classic, and they're stuff that you can invest in because they're made really well and you can wear for a long time. Like I have necklaces from Missouri that I don't have to take off before I get in the shower because they're made of like good material and I find that so frustrating like to take off those little tiny little clasps like every night before the shower it's just like too much work for me um and I've been wearing Missouri for a long time I feel like I found out for Missouri when they did a collab with Lauren Elizabeth all those years ago and I still have a lot of the rings they really age really well because they're made well so that's Missouri.com M-E-J-U-R-I.com if you want to get that like dainty jewelry like gold jewelry look yeah. like you know Snatchers always rocking Missouri like that's mm-hmm. where you got to go for it it's the vibe Our first story, a little apology news. We got a couple apologies today. Hmm. Luke Bryan is apologizing for his absurd rant about Dustin Lynch. So I can't believe you haven't seen this. It's like a TikTok story. What? Yeah. So Luke Bryan had his Crash My Playa festival recently. Uh And he was announcing the lineup. And next on stage was Dustin Lynch. And this is how he introduced him. He said, no one has drank more liquor. No one has vomited more. No one has taken more drugs. No one has taken more IVs. No one has passed more STD tests than this next (gasps) gentleman. Oh, my God. TikTok went crazy with it. it. Some people said it was uncalled for. Another said they were, quote, beyond disappointed in what Luke said. All right, calm down, (laughs) everyone. I have to assume that Luke and Dustin have like a really close friendship. So Luke then put out a video saying, Dustin Lynch is one of my dearest friends on the planet. Um, No one respects him more than I do. And that night at Crash My Playa, my introduction of him was complete sarcasm. Those words that I used were so absurd, I figured everybody would take it as sarcasm. That said, he acknowledged that obviously some people were offended about that he would joke about drinking, using drugs, and taking STD tests. He said, I spoke to Dustin. Dustin, I love him. He and I are all good. And I apologize to anybody that doesn't understand my humor and sarcasm. Oh my God. This is so dumb. If he owes an apology to anyone, it would be Dustin Lynch. And if Dustin Lynch ain't mad, you don't need to be mad. TikTok user 1987644342, you know? Literally. And like, if this weren't a joke, like he wouldn't say that. Like, of course. You can't and by the way, it was joke a joke about a friend. Like, it's crazy. You really have to also just take into account the environment. It's like a country music festival. People are lit. I think he was probably trying to be funny, trying to rile up the crowd, trying to like yeah. humanize Dustin Lynch. He doesn't and like have million a dollar smile that he's reading off of. This isn't televised. He's just like talking shit about his friend. The bar for what people have to apologize for these days is so crazy to me I think this is funny and when I heard this if even if I was there I would just assume that the two of them have a great relationship right first of all it's like Luke's festival he's not gonna have someone that's not his buddy right and he's not gonna say that about anyone that he's not close with or that he doesn't know 
Also, if you know Luke Bryan, you know he's like a very, very nice person. His actual his story is incredible. He adopted, you know, I forget how many. I'm going to butcher this story, but I believe his nieces and nephews sibling. Yeah, his sibling or sibling in law passed away. The, the siblings in law passed away. These kids, I forget if it was his sibling or his wife's sibling. They both passed away. Luke and his wife adopted the kids. They live with them, treat them as their own, are raising them. He's an extremely talented, but also like amazing person. So if you know anything about him, if you watch American Idol, he's like goofy and silly. He's kind of this like all American boy. Like, shut up. Okay. He's not like, he's not a bad person. Yeah. And I'm sure the people at the festival like thought it was hilarious. Like no one thought anything, but then, you know, it gets on TikTok and it reaches like all yeah. these people who would never be at this festival who don't know Luke Bryan, so don't true. know Justin Lynch. And they're like, this is beyond disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this is upsetting me. That's wrong, Luke. <laughs> How could you? That's disgusting. STDs is not something you joke about in this country. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? So it's just like some things just aren't for everyone. No, it's something so need to be explained. Yeah. But I'm glad that he explained it. Otherwise, I don't know if this would have been made news. And it just no, it's true. made me chuckle. No, now I kind of want to go to this festival. Sounds lit. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he does his own festivals. Crash my playa. Yeah, and I think they're in Mexico. Like, they're real big, like, spring break-type parties. That's why it's called Crash My Playa. Yeah, and doesn't Beach. he have a song about a playa? Mm, I'm sure he has a lot of songs about, like, the beach. Yeah, who doesn't? Luke Bryan. So I think, no, I actually think he has a song called Crash My Playa, because, like, that would make sense. Playa. I don't think he does. I think he has a song called, like, Play... Play It Again. Such a good song. Yeah, no, he doesn't have a song called Crash My Playa, but there is a playlist. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, it's a good playlist. Check it out. Dustin well, Lynch I is on this it. Apology. <laughs> I didn't need this apology. Yeah. So moving on. Okay, next apology news. The Razzies are apologizing. As they should. As they should. For nominating a 12-year-old actress for worst performance. Not cool. The Razzies are walking back one of their picks for the worst of the year after backlash for selecting a 12-year-old actress. Earlier this week, the Razzies, an unaffiliated foil to the Oscars that instead picked the so-called worst movies of the year. If you watch the show, you are very familiar with the Razzies. Announced mm -hmm. the nominees for 2023. Among the selections was Firestarter actress Ryan Kira Armstrong under the category of worst actress, which also included Bryce Dallas Howard, Diane Keaton, Kaya Scodelario, and Alicia Silverstone. People on social media expressed outrage over the organizers nominating a child on its list. They said, uh, you know, quote, the Razzies are run by soulless people nominating a 12-year-old fuck them. That child could grow to be amazing if you haven't gotten it in their head. Anyways, the official... Okay, that's not why it's wrong, the, I just want to say. A uh, statement, the Razzies put out a tweet and a statement... Uh, the founder apologized and said they will no longer nominate people under 18. He called the outrage valid criticism that brought our attention to how insensitive we've been in this instance. He said, quote, sometimes you do things without thinking, then you are called yes. out for it, then you get it. It's why the okay, I like literally, that's perfection. straight facts. It's, he said, it's why the Razzies were created in the first place. We have removed Armstrong's name from the final ballot that our members will cast next month. We also believe a public apology is owed to Miss Armstrong and wish to say we regret any hurt she experienced as a result of our choices. 
Okay, I have to say, them nominating a 12-year-old is so wrong. wrong. Like, it's so wrong. It's mean. It's bullying. Kids should be protected. I completely agree with all the backlash. And I never agree with backlash. Like, I just, they're totally justified. And I have to say, I love this response because I do feel like sometimes it's happened to me. Sometimes you just, like, do or say something and you don't realize till somebody points it out to you how fucked up it is. Like, I have definitely had that experience. And I really like this statement I do forgive. I feel like the Razzies are all in good fun. But when it comes to kids, like kids should be left out of it. And they realize that I, I love how this whole situation turned out. And now they have the policy moving forward. No one under 18 will be nominated. I think this is great. I think this is great too. Uh, I think everyone can relate to like doing something, you know, not realizing what's wrong with it and then getting it instantly. So I'm glad they apologize. I'm glad they put out this policy. They also, they don't need to like cancel the Razzies. No. They made a mistake. They're owning up to it and they're making it right. And what I like is that the Razzies, like it's always been in good fun. It's really never meant to be like mean yeah. or and you know, it's bullying. not like It's like satirical. And it's not like they're going after like bad movies that didn't make any money that are like by yeah. nobodies. It's like the, Bryce Dallas Howard is also nominated for best actress. Like she could take a joke. No, that's what Joan Rivers said. You star in a $25 million picture. I'm allowed to make fun of your dress. Like it's all in good fun, but you draw the line at kids. Yeah. And I think that's so fair. I think that's the, the right line to draw. I'm glad that they've drawn so have, it. Have they never nominated a child up until this point? I guess not. Or is this just the one that got backlash? I I don't know. But I feel like if there well, were if there was a history, they would have mentioned it. Right. Like the, I know people would have given receipts. Yeah. Like this is the eighth time. Yeah. Constantly bullying um, children. Yeah. They have a, a pattern, a history. Yeah. Um I just love this story. I think I think it's great. I think it's a teachable moment. I think it's great PR. I think how Razzie's handled this, like a lot of companies could could take a look at this statement and think that's a good example. This should be in like a textbook. Yeah. Agreed. Perfect. Next up, a little engagement news that I found to be kind of low key. Hmm. Bachelor alum Hannah Ann is engaged to an, her NFL boyfriend. Jake I saw it on TikTok Funk. this morning and I thought it was interesting too. You saw the video she posted. No, I just saw like Headline. a screenshot. Yeah, like. Got it. Well, she announced her Instagram to Indianapolis Colts running back Jake Funk in a sweet TikTok on Wednesday. Her proposal featured a beachside dinner, romantic candles, and a projection across the water that read, she said yes. So the TikTok, it looks like a regular like date night, you know, sponsored picnic dinner video, like how just TikTok tings. And then at the mm -hmm. end, she shows her big honking ring. I like have... I find Hannah Ann's like trajectory to be really interesting. I haven't watched The Bachelor probably like since her time. And I do think like long gone are the days of being able to have like a really successful influencer career. I think like, you know, the Lauren Lane, Becca Tilly, Amanda Stanton, like those days are over. But there's a few girls every now and then who sneak in, who aren't leads, but, but who... I think are going to, you know, are, are doing like actually really good, meaningful content influencing yeah, who like Hannah G. People. Hannah G. Hannah Ann. Like Tasha, but Tasha was a lead. So it's like, it's almost unfair. Yeah, And also Tasha was still in like the era when yes. people like deeply cared. But I still, I mean, I have no idea what's going on with The Bachelor right now. But every season, like they, they still have a couple million viewers a night. And like every season, there's like two or three breakout girls who will end the season with a million father, followers. No. Really? 
I don't think they will end with a million followers. Not even Clayton. What was his name? Was that Susie? Was the girl who won? Okay, Look her let's up. See how many followers she. Wait. Has. Also, Susie's a toaster. Susie is a toaster. That I didn't know. Three ninety eight. See, and she won. So, like, the power of The Bachelor is not as big as it once was. So, I'm always impressed when people in recent years, like, but really Peter's do something with it. But was still, that was, like, pre-COVID. We were so invested. Remember Barb? Like, it was, and yes. then he proposed to Anna Ann, but he wanted Maddie, and he's dating Kelly. Like, we were all there. Yeah, we compl- yeah but I don't think a lot of those girls. Ma- yes, they did. Ma- okay, so Maddie took a really interesting ma- route to her influencer. She very much, like embraced and dove deep into like the niche Christian sermon, kind of like Sadie Robertson, Southern vibe. Yeah. And she's like um, a motivation, uh, like a, a speaker. She's like a pastor. A pastress, but she's not a pastress, a but pastress. she's like, um, like a Tony Robbins. No, like because Joel Tony Osteen. Robbins, Joel Osteen. Yes. Yeah. So like, that's really niche. I feel like Hannah Ann is so interesting for me because she's like, She's reminding me like of back in the day, like Becca Tilly, Amanda Lauren, like she's really killing it. And like there was like her man used to play on the Rams and he won the Super Bowl two years ago. So like or a year ago. So she was like, like she's like killing it. I'm like happy well, for her is what my thesis was. No, I know. I know. But I'm telling you, she still got in under the wire of like. No, I know. I know that you just like have to disagree with me on this point. No, no, no like, but like just let it she go. got in under the wire of like when girls were still popping off. That's all I'll say. I don't think so. I think so. Okay, I don't. Okay. Anyways, I didn't know that she like had a man's. I don't follow her, but I, her stuff comes out for me sometimes. So I'll like go and look what she's up to. And she does like yeah. her like cooking content. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that she had a serious boyfriend that is in the NFL. And then I was like, okay, well, I don't know how much he plays. But now you're saying he just, he won the Super Bowl. She was at the Super Bowl. Yeah. She was at the Super Bowl. I knew she had an NFL man because at the Super Bowl, she was like, her content was going viral. She's big on TikTok. She's really like a full cross-platform influencer. And I think she does really well. I think so too. Her boyfriend, her fiance looks so young. Like it's, maybe that's just like- She's young. Being old. But like- That too. They just look really young. But I'm, I'm really happy for them. Like I love, I love love. love. And I love I when two young starlets get together. You know? So nice to see like attractive rich people breeding with one another. Yeah, you know? like it was like I'm happy Hannah Ann's engaged and I'm also happy it's to an NFL player. 100%. <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Emma Roberts is roasting herself and revealing one of her biggest style regrets from being a child actress, even though I think it's not warranted. But she... Oh, I thought you were going to say... The other big news from her Watch Rappin's live appearance is she was asked about Leah Michelle knowing how to read. Oh, I saw that. No, this this is from her Vogue Beauty Secrets video. Oh, she's obviously on like a press yes, tour Yes, right because she has like a few movies coming out. Um, but she got yeah. very real about her past style choices. As someone who started acting at age nine, she's had a lot of red carpet moments to think about in terms of some of her most memorable and not in a good way outfits. She recalled the 2001 red carpet for the film Blow where she wore a casual outfit that she thought at the time was a real winner. She said, I went to the store in L.A., Fred Siegel, and I chose cargo capris, a sequin tank top, and a purse made out of tires that had beer caps on the side. And I just Yikes. thought I arrived. <laughs> she said, I was in clogs. I was like, this is my moment. And I look back on that now, and I'm like, she's so cute. I'm like, she had no idea that was not going to hold up. 
I just want to say, no, but like, the picture of her in the outfit, like, she's fucking slaying. The outfit sounds worse than it is. It does. It's not great. But I don't know. I feel like for things like that, it's all about how you felt in the moment. Like, and she felt like a star. She felt like she'd arrived. Like, I love that for her. I love that for her. And also, like, what is an 11-year-old supposed to wear on a red carpet that's, like, not black tie? Like, we don't need to see her being, like, styled by styling right. Maeve. Like, where would right. you feel comfortable in? Something age appropriate. Age appropriate. It's, it's, it's definitely tough to be like really young on red carpets. Like I always find like when there's like every now and then like a really young actress or actor. Well, not actor, actress. Oh, excuse me. I have to sneeze. Everyone, are you ready? Oh, the power <laughs> of the sneeze compels her. Um, like I feel like once a year there's like a really young kid at the Oscars and if it's a girl like she's wearing like a you know like a flower girl dress yeah. and like a little purse it's really hard to style someone that young because like you don't want them to look like 15 yeah but I think, you don't want them to I look think bad. it's even harder to style them when it's not the Oscars because for the Oscars like they make dresses for 11 year old girls and they're so cute and like no one's gonna say they're like baptism dresses yes, yes exactly but to like <laughs> dre like what do 11 year olds wear no, I don't know. I literally don't know. I don't know. Especially like when Emma Roberts is like kind of like a Nepo baby. So there's like a cool factor to being a Nepo baby. It's like you were raised in this town. You got to look cool. Whereas like if it's, you know, someone who's new on the scene, they're so cute. And you're just like, oh, look what she's wearing. Yeah. I think she looks cute. She also said in her defense, it's not fair because I was a child actor. So I'm being held to looks when I wore when I was 11 years old. No, it's so like I die. We literally last night, me and you Don't were Googling pictures. Don't say we were just looking at pictures of ourselves like in our phones and like on Google from like five years ago. And like the way I absolutely have to pass away, like it must happen <laughs> Same. right now. Same. Is, yeah. So imagine. I have to go. That imagine those type of high quality photos living on the internet forever from when you were 11. I wore brown gaucho pants to school every single day. I feel like when you're 11, it's not as bad as like when you're like, I don't know, 18, 19, like you really think you're doing something. 11 is pretty bad too, because what's great about being 11 is like, you don't really have those, the emotional intelligence yet for like being self-conscious or like insecure in your body, you know, yeah, like, like you're not, you, you have haven't like gone through puberty yet. You're just like a kid. So you just think it's clothes on a body and that's like a really healthy it's mentality. Like, I like that color with that color. Yeah. That's what I'll wear. And you don't really notice if like the shirt pulls a little bit on your belly. Like you don't notice those things because you're young and you shouldn't. So it's almost, it's definitely worse. Yeah. But she looked so cute and it's just funny. It's also like crazy that she is like the most stylish, even though it's actually not crazy because I don't think there's like that many crazy bad looks from her. And like once she became a young adult, like it was the looks were slaying. Yeah. When I think of like red carpet photos that like come back and like we look at, I always think of Ashley Tisdale. I don't know why. Like <laughs> I just feel like I can remember like a million yeah, like those pictures of her wearing like layered tank tops and, and low rise jeans. Yeah, and a belt and a cardigan. And like a skirt over the jeans. And a, car and a, and a cardigan that's like a shrug. <laughs> Shrugs. Yes. Yeah. In terms of like, pray for um, how, who had it worse? Emma Roberts is fine, but I do love this Vogue series of people going back and looking at their most iconic moments and their most like horrendous, cringe tastic moments. I just, but like, if this is Emma Roberts' most cringe, like she's she's doing she's great. Fine. Mm -hmm. Our fifth and final story. Are you ready for it? Wow, I feel like we breezed by today. We did. But this one is really interesting because American Kennel Club has announced the top canine 
dog names in 2022. How interesting. How fascinating. So here are the top girl dog names. Should, actually, should we start with boys since like we're boy dog moms? Sure. Number one, Max. Maximilian Hilton Reum. <laughs> Number two, Milo. Cute. Three, Cooper. That's like such classic. So basic. Four, Charlie. King Charles. Five, Teddy. I think that Theodore would fall under Teddy. Actually, Teddy would fall <sighs> under Theodore. But so I not me and Theo being so influential. But I, no, I, I don't think that you are actually because it would be Theodore. I think people mm-hmm. are naming their their dogs Teddy. Okay. Uh, six Tucker, that's dog like classic. Seven. Sorry if these are any of your kids' names, but they are really similar to popular kids' names. Yeah. Seven Buddy. That's cute. It's I actually like that. It is cute. Eight Bear. I like that a lot. Yeah. Nine Rocky. Okay, Rocky. they're getting worse. Ten. I don't get rock. Leo. Theo. I think these are all cute names. These are also kind of popular human names, but not like the most popular, especially for boy human names. A lot of them are like very traditional, like John, William. Yeah. It's different with girls, but they, they, they don't get as many like trendy names as girls do. Yeah, that's true. Um, But still like Milo is such a popular boy's name right now. Yeah. As is Theodore. I feel like- Is Milo short for anything? Not that I know of. I okay. feel like sometimes popular dog names then become popular human names. Like, that's what happened with Theo. Like, when you yeah. named him that, it wasn't crazy that you named your dog Theo. But now it's just like, that's a gorgeous human name. No, and actually, I na- this is so weird. I named Theo Theo. And I had only ever met one other Theo in my whole life. I didn't know anyone else with that name. I had never heard that name. There was just a kid in my middle school, Theo Lipsky, who I was like, that is like, Shout and he was out. cool. Like, he had... Like, he had glasses, and he was, like, different, and he was kind of cute. And I was like, you know what? Theo's got it going on. And that was my – you know how, like, you think of a name through the lens of the people you know with that name? So I just thought of Theo as, like, the sophisticated name. Mm-hmm. And when I named Theo Theo, and I loved it after, like, a year, I do wish that I had saved it for, like, my own child. But now everyone's doing it. Yeah. So I don't even know if I had a child right now if I would take the name. Yeah. I wonder, like, if there's a correlation between, like, do- like what the – popular dog name list is and popular human names and like if one precedes the other perhaps because here are the top girl dog names one luna i've never met a dog named luna never two bella classic classic but also a nice human name yes three daisy cute four lucy 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 apple juicy I like the name Lucy. Five, Willow. Okay, classic. You know a Willow pup. Kristen's dog, mm-hmm. yeah. Six, Penny. Never heard of it, like for a yeah. dog. Seven, Sadie. Adorable. Eight, Maggie. Okay. Would Magnolia fall under that one? No, and that's not my favorite name. <laughs> I think of Maggie Gyllenhaal. Nine, Rosie. That's a cute name. I like that name, too. Ten, Ruby. Cute. Well, that's, like, fairly obvious because it's a color. Yeah, but that's also a very popular girl name right now. Yeah. So that's what people are naming their dogs. I didn't see a Bryce. I didn't see a Strice. I didn't see a Thrice. I didn't see a Christ. You know what that is? You know what that is? 
disgusting. Yeah, but you know what? Maybe their influence is like on a time delay. Yeah, maybe next maybe year. Maybe next year. Honestly, I feel like people might start naming their dogs Bruno because of Encanto. Yes, I don't disagree. So that's exciting. We don't talk about Streisand, no, no. Um, well, the show's not over because thanks to my negligence, we have Dear Toasters today. Our weekly advice segment that usually happens on Wednesdays, but again negligence um if you ever want to write in it's deartoasters at gmail.com we got so many submissions after yesterday's episode so you know what everything happens for a reason because now we have a fresh batch um and dear toasters is brought to you by jackie's favorite babble one of the most exciting things about a new year is that you have no idea what adventures are in store from you from new travel experiences to new jobs or picking up new skills there's no better way to prepare for 2023 than by learning a new language with babble babble is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions and thanks to babble's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can feel confident no matter where the new year takes year takes you. So if you have any trips coming up, like I um, went to Italy a little while ago and I did download Babbel a few weeks before just to familiarize myself with like the basics because I feel like traveling to a country where you don't know a lick of the language it's not a really fun way to travel and it's not like the safest thing. So just knowing, you know, the basics of like bathroom, right, left, like I just think it's really helpful and it's also really fun. It's a great thing to do as an adult, like a hobby to pick up to expand your horizons of your mind. It's great for you. It's great if you're traveling. It's great if it's just like an interest of yours. And Babbel's easy because you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson. You can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. You could choose from 14 different languages, Spanish, German, French, and their speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Start your language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash toast. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash toast for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel language for life. Again, that link is babbel.com slash T O A S T. Um, all right. Are you ready for dear toasters? I'm excited to, to get into it. Ready? So first up, Jackson McClurd. Love you girlies. OG brother. My sister, mom and I have been listening for years. We feel like you guys are our sisters at this point. Anywho, I need major, major advice here. Long story short, I've been interviewing for a new job in social media marketing. I made it through four rounds of interviews with a very well-known nonprofit social media director. Kim, Gwyneth, Jessica Alba, Kristen Bell are all heavily involved. It's like a really legit okay, organization. I know what it is. Oh, oh, I know what it is too. I spent six hours on a marketing project for my last round of interviews. I put together a 12-slide deck. I met with the, C, uh, with the co-CEOs. I pitched them at least 15 amazing ideas for social media, and I made them a whole content calendar. Well, after all that, they ghosted me. I sent three follow-up emails and nothing. I followed them on Instagram. I started to see them using my fucking ideas from my interviews. My pitches, my ideas. I'm so upset. It's all over their social media. I don't know what to do. Do I send them a scathing email being like, hi, what the fuck? Do I say nothing? Help. They continue to use my ideas for my interview and I don't know what to do. It breaks my heart every time I see it. Love a taken advantage of toaster. You can sue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's. It, Are we going to be out here suing a nonprofit? Yeah, because they're acting for profit. And if it's the one that I'm thinking of, they have a ton of money and they're not acting in a yeah. generous, charitable way, stealing ideas from a young creator. I also feel like a way to get your, um, I hate when, like, I think when people do this, it's like so tacky, but you can make like a TikTok a calling revenge them out. Talk. Like, 
those those talks always go viral and they always get the brand or whoever like the accused party is they always get them to respond the only thing is they might respond but they're not going to now hire you which is like a bummer which no, is they should have hired they're me. not hiring her no, anyway I know, but you're not going to get like any money or anything whereas like they stole your ideas you are owed money I think like it's expensive to sue yeah. and it's very time consuming and so if you don't want to do that that's like what you should do is get a lawyer but if you don't want to do that and you just want like revenge and you just want like acknowledgement then you could do a revenge talk that's not the worst idea I would also just triple check because I think a lot of the time when people think other people steal their ideas or copy them, it's like a very, not unoriginal, but like obvious idea. It's like the toast. You guys should go on tour. Like, yeah, we should. But like, yes. is that a crazy original thought that like only one person could That's have? That's so true. So I... I would just triple check that, like maybe ask around, be like, is this like a dumb yeah, like thing show that anyone could think of? Yeah, like show all the examples and see what people say because like... If I was on, you know, if I was me, I'm just doing my job and I didn't know this story and then I see this TikTok, like I'm going to be looking really closely at what these ideas are. Make sure there can't be holes poked in your revenge talk or your lawsuit. Yeah, agreed. But once you have like full proof, like these are my hella original, very specific ideas that are being stolen, either sue if you're looking for money and by the way, like uh, you might be able to get like a lawyer pro bono because this would be like a high profile case um, or blow them up on TikTok. Or you should also do like a little bit of research online to see if other people have complained about like experiences with this company. Glassdoor, Glassdoor. Yeah, like either former employees. I mean, you can always find people who have like some shit to say, but like, is this something that is a pattern for them? Yeah, that's a good call too. Just, yeah. Okay, we've got a little stagecoach drama. Howdy, Jackson Claude. I've been dating my boyfriend for two years and we've been living together for one year. Lately, I just don't think he's the guy for me and I've been planning on breaking up with him and moving out in the next couple of months. He randomly out of the blue surprised me with stagecoach tickets, flights, and an Airbnb, everything already paid for. Can I in good conscience go on this trip? Thank you in advice. Thank you in advance of the advice and I, pr advice and I promise to update you. Sincerely, a confused country toaster. So you want to go on the trip, but you think it's like bad... It's like she was going to break up with him. And now she's like, should I just wait till after stagecoach to break up with him so I can get this free trip? No, not even because it's like morally corrupt to take the free trip. Because it's also like kind of sad to then leave him hanging with it all paid for. But because like I feel like when people want to break up with someone, they constantly push it off. Because it's like, oh, we have, you know, this wedding coming up. And then after that, yeah. like, we have this trip plan. And like then it's three years. And then like you can't like there's always going to be something. And I don't think that's a good a reason to stay in a relationship. Like, of course, you want to go to stagecoach. But do you really like want to live with this person for four more months until then no if you want to go to stagecoach go take yourself well I would also think an important factor here in terms of context is his financial situation like is this nothing for him or is this a lot but he could always if it's like a lot else no but it's also way in advance like he could get his money back for his Airbnb and for his flights maybe not the tickets but he could go yeah or sell them for a profit yeah unless like he bought them for her he doesn't like country music stop it's so sad I agree like it's really mean it's just like you can't put your life on hold for stagecoach no and like you you can still go to stagecoach you could also offer to buy it all buy the tickets buy it all off of him that's a good call he did all the work why should you know you now plan another yeah like trip. break up with him and when you guys are like sorting things out be like I, I also I was thinking about stagecoach like I so appreciate that you bought that for me I don't want to like stick you with tickets and all this stuff if you weren't wouldn't go with someone else so like if you don't want to keep all that like I will buy that off of you 
that is a good plan. I think that's kind. Because you're doing the right thing and you might get your tickets. Yeah. They're not but, free, but like, you still go. What makes me sadder is to think of like him stuck with all this stuff. He tried to do a nice thing and like now yeah. he doesn't want to go. He doesn't have anyone to go with. And who wants to like, go and, and call Airbnb and get refunds and sell your tickets on Ticketmaster? Like that's, he's, she's giving him work. So like offer to take that off his plate. Yeah, I love that. Love it. Okay, for third and final is fucking weird. Jackson Claude, love you and need you now. My husband and I have been living in my parents' basement for a few months while our house is under construction. It's not the most ideal situation, but my parents have been so sweet. My mom especially has been so thoughtful, done little things to make us dinner, constantly offering to run errands for us. She even noticed my husband's shoes were worn out and she bought him a new pair. But one day, my husband overheard my mom on the phone with her mom. They were gossiping about someone rather harshly. He later told me that he might not feel comfortable having our future children be around her because she talks bad about people. I'll be the first to admit that my family does tend to gossip more than we ought to, but this seems a little bit dramatic, especially considering all the good things my mom is doing. Do you agree that this is a bit of an overreaction on his part, or is my moral compass just so swayed by my gossiping tendencies that maybe he's right? What should I do? Please put me in my place if need be. Thanks so much. Girl, you are not need to be put He's in your place. Nuts. You're a man. Oh, and by the way. Uh, the moral high ground. I'm surprised we can, you could even talk to him from how high up he's he standing. Also, he like, must be take a seat. perfect. He must be a perfect, right. pious, wonderful human being that he would even think such a thing. First of all, like, calm down. Like, we're... Calm women down. like we talk and like for her to be talking to her own mom like she's entitled to her private thoughts like that's not gossip she's not like going around to the neighbors like telling people yeah. stuff like she's family in is a her safe own space house on the phone talking to her mom like get out of the house then go go to invade someone else's privacy and then judge what you see them mm. doing in private is actually like a really fucked up condescending thing to do. Especially, it's not like she was, you know, stabbing people in private. She was gossiping, which is a rather victimless crime. So I think your husband needs to take several yeah. seats and you maybe should play this episode for him being like, why don't you worry about things that are actually important? Yeah, like, and and that's, you know, you don't as want far your as kids? like bad examples that children might see, like, I would yeah. say that's maybe 100,000 on the list. On the list. Completely agree. Like of the things you need to worry about in this day and age, that doesn't register. Right, because let's talk about what we know just from this brief paragraph about your mom otherwise, is that she sounds extremely generous letting you stay in her house, very thoughtful buying you new sneakers, you know, very... um caring offering to run errands sounds like she has a lot of amazing qualities and maybe gossiping isn't her best quality but you know what I find from that I find that she's human because nobody's perfect right. and yeah your man is being really judgmental here I, I I think you should play this episode for him you do not need to be put but in your he place. must be an absolutely does. perfect person to be yeah. so critical of something like that yeah it's and then like to be so dramatic like I don't feel comfortable having my future children here first of all you're thinking about something you don't even have kids yet. Like, calm no, down. No, it's like, but you're comfortable enough to live up to mooch. You're comfortable enough to get what? some free sneakers. <laughs> Literally, like, calm the fuck down, dude. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, he just needs to be read to filth, and it should be taken care of. Perfectly put. He just needs to be read to filth, and everything will be yeah, taken like, care of. Yeah, like, this isn't like some red flag. Just, no. No, this is just like husbands like being dumb and dramatic. It happens all the time to millions of Americans. <laughs> dumb and you're gonna and be fine. Dramatic. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. 
He might not be, but you will. It be. sounds like you have a great mom. Oh, a sweetheart. I would love to gossip with her, but she knows everything. <laughs> Because one thing about me, like I am going to gossip. I am not above gossip. I believe gossip is, you know, a part of an integral part Freedom of any of society. It is, an ex- it is an exchange of information. And if there's a gossip sesh, I will be joining. Even if I don't know the people, I'm like, give me background. Yeah, yeah. I'll What's be joining. But if I find things are getting nasty and like I'm yes. sitting with a bunch of losers who are talking shit yeah. about like people who are trying something, yes. I will leave. It just depends on the tone. I agree. There's two different types of gossip. One is like an exchange of information. I think that's gossip. And then there's talking shit where it's like you're putting people down for just like doing their best and like being judgmental. That's different. Yeah. But I still don't think I would refuse to have my children around someone who did that. It's even the bad one is not that bad. Yeah. But I don't think that's what she was doing. (sighs) No. Just because like she bought you shoes because she saw yours were worn. Like she's a nice person. She's obviously like a good hearted human being. So that is our show. That was Dear Toasters. Again, if you want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. We will always keep your shit anonymous. Do not worry. Um, and we'll do our best to help you out. And I think we helped the girls out today. I think today. we did too. I feel good about the work we did here today at the I'm toast. glad we could talk through everything. Me too. So that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us The Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an incredible You know Thursday. what I need to do? And I need to learn how to sign what? the outro. Because I'm always yes. here, like, doing my motions. Doing, like, hand motions. And I feel like I should be doing, signing it. I feel like if anybody is fluent in ASL, like, send Jackie a video of, of the, the outro, but then you can't it. ever change it. So let's do, like, Beautiful, Stunning, and Wickedly Talented. Okay. But before I do that, I want to say this is our final live episode of the week. Tomorrow's episode will be up in the morning. It is a podcast and video interview with somebody really exciting. We're going to be announcing who the guest is on our Instagram today. So make sure you're following us at The Toast and you check back in later to see who the guest is. Hope you have an amazing day. See you Joe. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, The Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an incredible Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Put that tongue back in your mouth. Nah.